0: A little word of warning: that this podcast contains swears and the use of explicit sexual language.
1: <gasps> Therefore, it's not suitable for anyone under eighteen, or anyone who thinks that roleplay is a round of the Great British Bake Off. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Imagine a Hollywood
1: handshake for that. <laughs> Welcome to Some Drop, a weekly roundup of the more eccentric side to sex and relationships from metro.co.uk. I'm Jackie Tadejie.
0: And I'm Miranda Kane. On this week's show, we'll be talking about the top kinks and fetishes, chatting to professional dominatrix, Mistress Sandy Starr, about role-playing and hearing what you said when we asked our fabulous listeners for their role-play disasters. If you
1: like what you hear, then please rate, review or at least subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Jackie, Mm. are you ready? Oh, babes, I'm about as ready as Ray Davies. That's a kinks
0: joke. (laughs) That's a kinks joke. (laughs) Fuck it, let's get on with it. Okay. (laughs)
1: Miri. Jackie. You know how it is with weird news. There's always mm. something interesting, isn't there? Oh, yes. Okay. So, there was a survey done by Illicit Encounters that surveyed 2,000 people mm. to find out men and women's top kinks. <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, And there's a bit of a divide okay. between men and women. Mm. Okay, So, women's top sex kinks were sex outdoors, blinded, folded sex, body piercings, role play. Men, DIY porn, <gasps> role play, specifically with uniforms, oh. bondage, yeah. with spanking and whips, sex outdoors, and threesomes. Well, I like how the men like to get
0: specific, mm. and the women are just like, oh, we'll just take what we can, please, sir. <laughs> it's
1: terrible, isn't it? It
0: is. Men are like, oh, I want DIY, I want role play, specifically with uniform. We'll right. oh, just have a bit of role play, sir, if you don't mind. <laughs> That'd be really nice, thank you. I want bondage, that includes spanking with whips. Oh, should we just, like, dress up in sexy costumes, please? <laughs> are like, you surprised? Um, no, I think for me, the women's ones seem very passive. Yeah. But the men's ones seem like they know what they want and they're out there to get it. Mm. Which, you know, we look at the world around us and it sort of says a lot. I think I was surprised more by the... Because the men, their top one was DIY porn. Right. But the women's, there's filming each other having sex came in number six. That's interesting. Yeah. But what I found most interesting mm. was that both of them had role play quite near the top. Right. Yeah. So it's
1: something that both sexes are very much into. Yeah. Have you ever tried a bit of role play? I have. And ah. I love it. Oh, Tell me. So basically, I pretended to be someone that he met in a club. Yeah. And he was a police officer. <sighs> yeah, we were pretending like we just met and then we were chatting. Like, oh, what do you do? What do you do? And then we did this at home and then like, he was like, meet me outside and yeah. I was like, okay. And they were like snogging and like really just getting into it. What I like about role play is just that, yeah, you get to be someone else, yeah, right? And it's like, yeah, it's acting. It's make believe. And I I loved it. I feel like I could be anyone I wanted to be it's like that suspension of disbelief you totally be anywhere you want oh. to be and I think you feel you feel more confident because you're not mm. playing yourself you're playing someone else so you mm. so like anything goes do you know what I mean where sometimes I feel like when it's just you you're just like trying to be like you know empowered with your like decisions sexually yeah. you sometimes feel a bit like oh like well they think this or you know whereas when you're playing role play, I feel like I'm just like well, it's all role play, isn't it? It's all like a bit of fun. You do not <laughs> count. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, or it's like forward slash like, yes, yeah, so you didn't know I was a freak like that, did you? <laughs> but there we go. Do you like role play?
0: I do, but sometimes I get caught in my own head a bit, I think. So for me, mm. I tend to think, right, but what is my character's motivation? And I, you oh, know, oh, I'm busy oh. thinking about plots and... Uh... Oh, sh-
1: so you're really doing... Oh
0: going laugh laughing I'm going a full
1: you're doing message. my character in depth analysis yeah oh okay yeah so I think I need a bit of help do you know who can help you who Sandy <gasps>
0: yeah Ladies and gentlemen, Doms and subs, gays and they's. Of course we love talking about sex, but we think it's high time we talk to a professional. And who better than someone who's been a dominatrix for over 15 years? She knows what she wants and she isn't afraid to make you go and get it for her. She is Mistress Sandy Star! <laughs> Hello. For anyone who's new to you and smart job, please tell us a, a little bit about yourself.
2: To cut a long story, very, very short, because I do like to talk. <laughs> I got into the industry um, by chance, really. My dominatrix journey started through the webcam. I started webcaming three years ago. And just started getting asked a lot, a lot, a lot. Do you do DOM? Do you do DOM? So I invested some of the money that I made on webcam and I started researching it and I went to a proper dominatrix school and I was taught by a pro-DOM how to be a DOM. So you can you can learn the basics, but I think it's ultimately like any certification you get in life, it's, it's how you deliver it. It's your personal life experiences. And whether you can technically really kind of get into the mind of the user, if you like, and uh, as it so happens, uh, it appears I'm quite good at it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a nasty little bitch. Oh, <laughs> when they well, ask aren't me, to all me.
0: <laughs> when they pay you to be, when they <laughs> beg me to be,
2: we're gonna get all that on a t-shirt.
0: <laughs> all of those, just going yeah. all the way down. Go on.
2: Brilliant. (laughs) So what would be the life things that have happened to you that that have helped you? Um, First of all, just being in control and knowing where I want to go with the job, with my career and how I want to develop the business has been really key in my journey. Something that started off as me behind a webcam and performing role play technically to a laptop where I cannot see a person has developed into not only that, but I now have a client base that's quite extensive uh, and not only in the amount of people that I see face to face, but also in the diversity of the type of person that comes to see me. My journey, I now have my own premises that I work from. And again, I'm uh, I'm at the stage now where I'm looking to expand again because I need more space. And the future for Sandy is to not only have my face to face clients that I see, but to empower and encourage other women to come into the industry and teach them how to do it. I feel like I can. I wouldn't say write a blueprint, although it kind of would be like that. Because I feel like I've I've probably made a lot of mistakes. I've taken a lot of risks. I've come out the other side, happier, wealthier, (laughs) you know what I mean? All of those things. And I've learned so much in the time that I've done it that I feel what better way as I technically head into my 50s. I mean, my next birthday, I'm 48. I'm not under any illusions. You know what I mean? And if I can empower other women to come into the industry and, and learn from me, I think what better way to, you know, to to continue to express myself onto other people. Amazing. Your own dominatrix school. I want to go. Yeah. Yeah. Come and teach you. As I just said, you know, you can teach someone the basics and it's how they deliver and how they perform. But I think with more space and more opportunities will open up to me as I move myself forward into the next phase. I think really... You know, I'm opening myself up to a really, really long, successful career in something that if you said to me five years ago, you will be, you know, using strap on 20 times a week and beating the shit out of people. I would have been Sorry? <laughs> What's that? Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's gone from strength to strength. And I'm I'm literally, like, so proud of myself, of what I've achieved. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. I'm quite interested, because I'm nosy. Go for and it. And I was really interested in the kind of clients you get. Are a lot of them quite, like, high, powerful men who like want to be what's the word dominated dominated, dominated. yes that is told what to
2: do yeah because
1: they're always telling people what to do mm. right I do
2: have a diverse range of clients from people like that who are high achieving people that have to be in control of other people all the time when they come to me a lot of them have got inner fetishes that they want to explore and they want to do it in a safe environment and this is exactly where they come. And that could be anything from them wanting, you know, strap on. They could be cross-dressers. There, there's so many different things, humiliation, spanking, restraining. And some, some of them at the other end of the spectrum, what I've got are clients who want to try it out. Now, I wouldn't consider myself a, I'm not sadistic. I don't nail people's balls to pieces of wood. <laughs> I would love to do I that. I would do
0: that. Oh, yeah. I would love So if to anyone's do that. listening and they want that.
2: Like put a high heel in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. What I think, and this is what I was talking about earlier, about getting into the heads, it, you've got to understand what it is that they're looking for. A lot of them want you to start the role play from the minute you open the door. So there's no kind of, well, hi, how are you? And sometimes there is, but a lot of the time, you know, they've got this thing in their head. They need to flush it out. So they come to see me, they get it out, and then they go and they go back to their normal lives and they can cope again. They need to come in here and be able to feel that they can just lose control and be controlled by someone and that's that's the connecting point is they want to be controlled you know their their message to me is very clear you are in control it is all role play it is all acting. In fact, I've got an Oscar right behind me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she does. Nily.
2: She does. I, need we... one. I just have I just have so much fun. And I, I really do think that a lot of the time these men come in here and sometimes, you know, this is a sex industry. Let's not make any bones about it. Girls can have bad experiences that are working and customers can also have bad experiences. But when they come in here and they realise how seriously I take this job and how seriously I take the role play, I think it genuinely, I mean, pardon the pun, but it genuinely blows them away. I think that's something that people just
0: don't appreciate about the sex industry and about sex work is that you can have fun. And, you know, I've had fun and you sound like you're having, you know, great chat with the
2: role play, you know. Role play is a huge part of what I do. And some guys really also get into it. And that's when it makes it. Obviously, two people are really connecting and they can just forget about life for an hour or half an hour, however long they're in here and have their fantasy fulfilled completely in their head you know sometimes it will take them five minutes after you know the 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 crescendo where they just kind of have to sit and have a glass of water and be like that was actually amazing like thank you so much and it's it's not what people think it is there's definitely a misconception a lot of people who perhaps don't understand the dominatrix world or the webcam or the escorting industry don't don't realize that you know these people are they're just normal people.
0: We've been talking this week about the top kinks of men and women. And one of the things that came up in both lists was role play. So that's why we wanted to get you on and give us a few tips for our listeners, of course, not for us. Never. Never. Oh, we've got it down to a T. I know. So we need we need your
2: guide on where do you start with role play? OK, so first of all, you need to know the idea that they've got in their head. Once I've got an idea of what it is they're actually looking for, then I, I think because I've done so many different role plays, I can normally think up. So I'll give you some examples. A really popular one is Stepmum. Another really popular one is wife's best friend. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Wow. <laughs> oh, I love that. Another popular one is obviously like the, the over-dominant girlfriend. So this is where it kind of starts to come into like the domination side of it, and it all, they want to be tied and teased. They're like, oh, just be, just be like a really naughty dominant girlfriend just control me pin me down
0: see I'd already fail at that one because I just make them do the washing up and the hoovering (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's not what you need is
2: it well sometimes it is sometimes I make them do that (laughs) a lot of my work that I do is off the cuff I, I don't write scripts I find them just I just look at what they're saying they're wanting and I just think of something off the top of my head so for example if it's can you be my wife's best friend? Then I'll get them to knock on the door and I'll open the door and I'll say something like, oh, what are you doing here? I wasn't expecting you. So-and-so, so-and-so, a.k.a. your wife, she's not here. We've fallen out, didn't you hear? <gasps> no, miss. I mean, sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm laughing. It's getting hot in here. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <coming. laughs> I'll say, well, you better come in. And then if they've asked me to wear something specific, I'll be like you I'm just getting ready to go out on a tinder date or so. you know I, I just I don't know do you know what I don't know how I do it it just flows and if they come in I mean I've got quite a lot of regulars now and with a couple of them it, it, it sort of gets the point I mean, I'm thinking of one person in particular here and a, a guy that comes to see me from Essex and he's so funny and I've been seeing him for so long now and every time he walks in and I try and keep a straight face. And he just looks at me. And I just absolutely fall on the floor laughing. And I'm like, don't make me laugh. I'm trying to be serious. Get in there now. Oh, and clean yourself up, you dirty little fucker. I just can't keep a straight face. <laughs> all in all, I, I do I do, do really well with the role play. And there's just, oh, crikey, there's so many to choose from that... Yeah, I, mean, I do gym milf ones as well. Gym milf? Sort of, yeah, where I pretend that I've just come back from the gym, you know, because oh. some men like licking sweaty armpits and sniffing mm. sweaty bums. Really? Yeah. yeah. God bless <laughs>
0: them for it. <laughs>
2: it's all in a day's work for me. Nothing fazes <laughs> me anymore. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I do loads of foot fetish, things like that as well, like just – pretending that i've just come home from a really hard day at the office and i need to take my shoes off and like this with my feet and and then it just kind of flows so is, is that like toe sucking yeah toe sucking toe looking like toes in jelly or something that's borderline into what's called sploshing as well which is where you work with food right yeah jackie come on that's
0: sploshing <laughs> come on <laughs> Everyone knows that. <laughs> yeah, I
2: don't really do splashing because it's all the clearing up afterwards. I have got, oh, the I've got a play mat, like a wet play mat, where I do water sports and stuff. Wow. <laughs> but when you're being told,
0: "Oh, I want you to be my stepmom or my best friend's, well, uh, my mum's best friend,"
2: is that enough for you to be told, or do you need to get any more detail? I've got, I have a few scenarios that I've used, and they normally work quite well. So unless it's someone that's and to be honest, I don't have anybody that comes, the same person that comes that regularly. I've got to think something new every week. Mm. But I've done things like they've been in, so they're in the shower and then I, I come in and I'll say, right, this is the scenario. I'm going to be in the bedroom and then you come out the shower and you're spying on me. So I'll be like over in the corner and I'll be bending over, pretending like I'm getting something out of the drawer. And then I turn around and I'll be like, ah! <gasps> what on earth are you doing? You were spying on me, weren't you? You naughty boy. Like this. Oh my
1: God, I love this. You're so good. I'm like, (laughs) I feel like I'm a client. I'm so into it. And
2: then they say something like, no, 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 I wasn't. And I'm like, don't you lie to me. I mean, I've pretended ones where they've like been sniffing my knickers and I've caught them. I've pretended that I'm working in a brothel and one of them's come in and caught like stepmom working in the brothel. <laughs> it's just like the possibilities are endless, really. And then and then I'll say something like, Well, mm, I guess we could make it our little secret. So come in here and let me spank you, you naughty boy, or something like that, you know, and then yeah. it goes on. But yeah, I I honestly can't tell you where. I mean, I've always been a bit of a drama queen. <laughs> <laughs> no. Can you tell? <laughs> I've always been a bit of a drama queen and I've always been a little bit of a performer. Mm. So I think when I got the opportunity to do this, it sometimes it just comes to me. And sometimes I have uh, someone else that I work with and she says to me, she can't keep a straight face <laughs> she just has to look the other way she's like i can't look at you i can't look at you when you're like when you're disciplining them and when you're face and she said it's not what you say to them it's the way you're delivering it which goes back to what i said at the very beginning and it, it's someone could give you an idea And it could be very mundane like this, and you could add no tone to your voice. Or you can be like, come in here, you naughty boy. (laughs) Yes, you know Um, what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you?
1: What do you think you're doing? (laughs) It's clearly quite a safe space to be with you and for them to, of course, like express their fantasies and desires. I'm kind of interested in... Do a lot of your clients, a lot of them in sort of relationships and don't feel necessarily empowered to, like, share those fantasies with their partner, so they come to you. Is that kind of the way the dynamic is, or
2: 100%. is it more right? Okay, 100%. sure. I'd say, yeah. If I had to call it, I'd say eighty percent of my clients are married or in relationships, right? Unless they want to volunteer the conversation regarding their personal situation you don't ask questions it's none of my business it's a business transaction at the end of the day and when they come here the safe space thing is is key because you know in Miranda you'll be vouched for this as well you know we work or we have worked or whatever in the sex industry and there's there's different levels and the customer isn't always right and the girl isn't always you know what I mean it, yeah. there is a lot of shit out there basically yeah so when they come across somebody like myself who's working from a very clean safe discreet environment that's not overpriced that hasn't got people hanging around outside the front door and they don't feel like they're going to get the shit kicked out of them as soon as they walk out is very 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 important like there's, there's important factors that you need to consider you know, with having a premises and offering this kind of service is that it has to be somewhere discreet and safe for the customer to go because they they can't risk getting caught.
0: And free parking. That was something that always came up. Oh, with me. I've got
2: that, darling. I've got <laughs> that. That was the first thing I looked but, for.
0: It isn't <laughs> it. Fucking logistics. That's what they always want the first place. Close to the station. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an interesting point because that's for me is why I always say sex work, because then you're defining it. You're saying, well, this is my job, this is this is what I do, and this and this is consensual. When it's not consensual, then it's not sex work and it's something else. And that's.
2: Yeah. You know. and, and there are different levels to the industry. Yeah. And obviously, there are some girls who aren't as fortunate as myself. And I do completely understand that there are different levels. Mm-hmm. Going back to the question about are they married? And yes, they are. I think a lot of marriages go flatline. You know what I mean? After a certain amount of time. And there's lots of different factors that influence that. And probably any wives that are listening to me talking about think, you know, you're out of order or or whatever. However, this thing that men have going on in their brain. Once they've gotten rid of it. Mm. and they're they're in a safe environment to get rid of it and they're not going on Tinder and they're not going on Bumble and they're not meeting someone in a pub because we can do that now, right? It becomes business. And Mm -hmm. from that respect, and I know this is going to sound like pure cheese, but I'm probably saved a lot of marriages. Wow. And I know the wives wouldn't see it like that, Mm. but I genuinely think that I probably have. And I think it's probably why I've got a job because some men have cross-dressing tendencies or mm. they like strap-on and they've been married for 15 years and they now can't ask their wife to fuck them up the ass with a strap-on.
0: Do you think if women were more empowered to do that as well, though, do you think there'd be more women that would go and see dominatrixes or go and see a sex worker to get themselves fulfilled? I think
2: there's probably a lot of women that would love to know the ins and outs of what I do and have the confidence to do it. Totally. A lot of it does come down to confidence and knowing your worth as well. And I think a lot of women lose confidence when they have kids. Yeah. You know, marriages go up and down, relationships go up and down. And And age. We're so forced to think that we have to age beautifully and we have to stay the same. Yeah. And I also think that women are suppressed Mm. when it comes to sex. Totally, And therefore, that is why sex workers are so taboo. Because women have been taught to, you know, you should you shouldn't really enjoy sex. Yeah. Fuck off. Right. Yeah. Why? Yeah. You know what I mean? Why? Who says? And I think that when you kind of know how to pleasure yourself and how to pleasure a man, and you and you get to understand and love the things that you love, well, why shouldn't you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Why shouldn't you? It doesn't make you a slut. We've been told that you know if you if you sleep with a lot of people. And we can't
0: go and see sex workers to get our own needs fulfilled. Like, you know, that's if what... I wasn't in
2: a relationship, yeah. uh, now I've worked in the sex industry, I would definitely go and see. And I said this to my partner as well. I was like, "I, you know, if I wasn't with you, you know, we've got needs, too. Yeah. But they've always just been a little bit bypassed. It's always about making men happy yes. and what men want in sex. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's it shouldn't be like that. Yeah. It, it, you know, it should be it should be equal, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So yeah. I love it when
0: you look at like male escort sites and they think, right, what women really want is to see a picture of my dick. <laughs> they don't need to see my face, my body, they
2: really want to see the junk in the tra and it's just like, no, no what, we don't no. want to see that shit. No. no, and also they're under the illusion that and and you may or may not personally. I do not love massive cocks. <gasps> I can understand that. I don't love massive cocks. No, I'm talking. Yes, yeah, says
0: the two girls in a relationship. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I see you guys. But sometimes you get, they want to make a book in and they feel it necessary to show you their 10 inches. And I'm just saying, oh, oh, I'm due on next week. I couldn't think of anything worse. That's going to wreck my womb, darling. <laughs>
0: Do you ever rate them? We had Sarah Jane Dunn on last week and she gets requests for people to rate their dicks. Do you ever feel like just
2: sending back three out of ten? I did on webcam. I did when I was doing, when I was full-time webcam, yes. And they're desperate. Wow. Oh. Men need adoration about you don't fucking say. <laughs> their genitals. <laughs> yeah, they they do. really do. <laughs> right, They really do need it. And they think that it's, You know, they think like, oh, you just must love cock. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what I mean, though? It's like, yeah, you know, this is a job. And yes, I'm very good at what I do. But I don't, I don't finish work and think, right, now I need to go on Tinder. Gotta get me some Tinder (laughs) now. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, enough's enough. It's like being a painter and decorator and then going home and wanting to paint your fucking front room. You don't do it. You (laughs) don't bring your work home with you. Exactly. Uh, But um, all all said and done, uh, it's, uh, it is a fun job.
0: That does sort of bring up something I was thinking earlier when we were chatting about like what you need when you're discussing the role, what your role play you're doing. Do you find it freer when they just say, I want you to be my stepmom? Or do you find it better when they say, I want you to be a stepmom, so I want you to do this and then this and then when they get quite specific, which is the, what's the best way for people to go about it?
2: Oh, definitely their idea. Definitely, 100%. Some people will literally write war and peace yeah. in, in in what they want and they're very specific in their requests. Like, I want you to say this. Can you keep saying this as you're doing this? If you've seen someone a few times and they're like, mm, what should we do next time? What ideas can you come up with? And I'm thinking,
0: mm, yeah. I'd prefer
2: it if you came up with the idea because – I want to satisfy your need. And if it's, you know, if I just do what I want to do all the time, I mean, they still enjoy coming to see me, don't get me wrong, but, oh, it's far better when it's their idea and it's come from their...
0: And, like, trial and error. You've only got, like, half an hour or an hour. You can't go through every fucking sex thing in the world to try and find whatever's going to well, turn I can drag it out,
2: to be fair, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> they just laid down the yeah.
2: master cards. Okay. it's just like right here we go <laughs> <Right> away, <laughs> <baby>. <laughs> so it. yeah it definitely 100% is <laughs> oh, much better when it's their idea and you can if they say something like oh I just want to tie and tease or something like that you, you can do you know very similar things every time but if it is a role play that they want I would I would definitely ask them first you know can you can you send me a message or write me an email and tell me what it is you've got in your head and then we will make that fantasy come true 100%. Oh, sounds like turned on. the Disney world of like jobs jobs. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> it is honestly it is, so, it is so funny and so entertaining sometimes but when I laugh I'm you know, I'm not laughing at my clients unless they've asked me to humiliate them, by which case I do really laugh at them. Uh, I have a specific laugh. I have a specific look, that I do. Oh, do it for us. Do it for us. If we've asked you T- <laughs> to. Oh, my God. Are you actually asking me that? You're fucking pathetic. <gasps> oh, my God. Did you see so, the friend. Yes. You're wow. so good.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yes. Oh God, I want to do this to my boyfriend tonight. Ad-lib all the way.
0: Ad-lib, improv, amazing. One quick thing, because it took me so long to learn the yes and rule. Do you know the yes and? Do you ever do the yes and rule in improv? Go on, enlighten me. I am th- I think I know what you're going to say, but just enlighten me. So whenever, this was my top tip for role play, whenever someone says, oh, do you do, so say they said, oh, do you do small penis humiliation? You say, yes, And what else? And then that's what keeps them going. Then they're like, yeah. Because if you just shut someone down and you say, "Uh, no, then you you shut down the whole improv. And it's just like, I had so many people put the phone down on me when I said no. But (laughs) you just keep saying, yeah, and what else do you like? I mean, I
2: say yes to most things, to be honest. As long as it's within my boundaries, I I will say yes. On the yes and thing, say, for example, if they've booked an hour session. And they say, I want face sitting. Yeah. Yeah, and? and? <laughs> that's a fucking boring session with me sitting on your face for one hour. Yeah. So is yeah. There anything else that you'd like me to do? Okay, I can do that for an hour if that's what you want. I, we, can, we can long it out. Uh, what else would you like to try? And then you start to get a bit more out of them. So, yeah, I definitely agree with that. If people want to find out more about you, where can they get hold of you? Have you got any socials? I do have a website which is uh, mistress-star.co.uk and I also work on the adultwork.com platform. I've got loads of blogs on my website, loads of blogs on uh, adult work and loads of feedback as well. So you can read all the funny things that people say about me.
0: Thank you so much to Mistress Sandy Star there. Oh, oh my, <sighs> what a legend. Oh. A living legend. Absolutely. I've never seen anyone's facial expressions go as wild as yours.
1: Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> she is unreal. Like, she's my inspo right there. Good. Like, Good. Honestly, I just feel like a whole different woman <laughs> like leaving the studio today I'm like on different energy do you know what I mean yeah. it's like infectious energy she's got In
0: fact, and what I loved was she never said oh you need a room like this or equipment like yeah. this or costume for her it was everything in her it was all about having confidence yes. and the voice yeah. and, and the, the physicality, look yeah. the physicality and it just goes to show that anyone can try domination you don't have to be Mr. Grey with a totally. helicopter you yeah. can you know you've just got to have that confidence there's
1: a dominatrix in all of us. There is! There is! And if you pay enough, you will find mine. <laughs> uh... Babes, we asked you to send in your stories of any roleplay disasters, and we've picked up some of our favourites. Miri, should we have a read? Oh
0: yes!
1: Okay, let's kick it off. Okay. So, my boyfriend is well into roleplay. I used to hate it, but that changed when he started wanting to be a little maid.
0: Oh.
1: That's quite cute. That's lovely. Yeah. I used the opportunity to get him to do the hoovering and washing up. <laughs> Only problem is he has to be naked to really sell it. <laughs> oh, Doesn't really turn me on. Oh, but yeah. it saved our relationship because up to that point he'd been a lazy sod, and now he was doing chores. <laughs> Hope you like my tip. Please don't say my name because I'm afraid he'll find out I've tricked him. <laughs> Your secret's safe with us, babes. Definitely. I love that.
0: Little maid doing the hoovering and chores in the nip. Oh, yeah. If you want to come around and do mine, smutdrop at metro.co.uk. <laughs> Not a problem. Uh, I've got one. I've got okay, one. I've go on, got on, go on, go on. Okay. <clears throat> so... I do the occasional bit of extra work for TV. Sorry, background artist. All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry. All right. Sorry, all right. Back when it was still on the telly, and I was a younger, fitter model of my current self, I got a three-day stint on the bill. As you do. As you, do you remember the bill? Yeah, of course, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that's casualty okay, okay. But, right thank you for playing this guy's doing a three-day stint on the bill that's not bad money if you're an extra well done we were all given copper you sorry i need to do uh, we were all given copper uniforms but i was quite new and i didn't realize we had to hand them back into wardrobe at the end of the day when we finished on the first day of filming i just hopped in my car and left thinking i'll just pick up my stuff the next day Plus, I wanted to give the wife a little treat. <laughs>
1: oh, that's sweet. Isn't it? You've got a little
0: winky face emoji. Oh. You go, you go, little extra man. Sorry, background artiste. Background artiste, quite right. <laughs> I won't go into how the evening panned out, but the bollocking I got off wardrobe for effectively nicking a police uniform, what with it being highly illegal to impersonate a police officer at all, was absolutely worth it. Ten out of ten, would nick again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, go for it. Well, Well, you've got your hands on a copper's uniform, why not? Mate, give the wife a little
1: treat. I love our listeners.
0: Oh, aren't they special?
1: Yeah,
0: they are. Oh. They are, they are. And we want to hear from you. So next week we're going to be talking about weird wanking. Wanking. Oh, we love it. Have you been caught short? Have you been doing your own thing by yourself and your mum's walked in? I would literally die. (laughs) Or email us or send a voice note to smutdrop at metro.co.uk. You can also slide into our DMs at Smut... Oh, look at the sound effects on it. Thank you. You can slide into our DMs wherever you find Smutdrop on any of our socials.
1: Amazing. And if you want to hear the ones we love, remember to subscribe right now. I've been Jackie Edited, And I'm Miranda Kane. Smut Drop was produced by Pineapple Audio
0: Production for Metro.co.uk. Make sure to tell us how much you really love us. Leave a review, please. In the meantime, we are going to be back to prick up your ears next week. Ow! Woo!